Hello, and welcome to the Ground and Grow podcast. I'm your host, Kayla Estenson-Williams. I'm a Minnesota-based marriage and family therapist, yoga teacher, and I create mental health content to help you ground and grow. I hope you enjoy this episode. Now let's begin. Hello, everyone. I hope you are doing well from wherever you're tuning in, whenever you are tuning in. Thank you for joining Today, I am going to be talking about compassion and how our compassion gets to have boundaries and how we don't have to be nice to be being compassionate. And this might seem pretty obvious for some people, but it can be super challenging for a lot of us. And it's a really big part of the work that I do with the population that I see. And in fact, this episode itself was inspired by a recent session with a client, which I think is a really fun part about being a therapist is getting to witness my clients process through these things and make these connections. And I get to get inspired by that work too. So thank you client for sharing that in your session. Now I'm excited to talk about it in here. Of course, I won't talk about any of those details about their session for confidentiality, but just a little tidbit to let you all know that this is inspired by my work with clients. And um, I do see this a lot where people struggle with having boundaries around their compassion. So my, my kind of specialty in who I see, I see a lot of highly sensitive people. I see people who are empaths. I see people who are people pleasers and perfectionists and are generally very compassionate, loving, caring humans, which I super enjoy working with because they're so loving and caring. And um, I also really love working with people to unpack some of the tougher. We struggle finding these boundaries with how we can be compassionate human beings and care about others while also honoring ourselves in that. So first I'll talk a little bit about how I'm defining compassion and how I'm defining being nice in this because I think that is helpful semantic wise because there's a lot of different ways we can interpret those words. Um, So here when I say compassion and this value of compassion, I'm talking about, you know, that experience or that feeling where you're caring for someone else, right? You might see or sense what someone is feeling, or maybe they're talking about what they're going through, what they're needing. And when we're compassionate, we have a feeling, we have a response for that. We care about that. Um, We're likely to want to help or support or give, give that care to this person because we care about how they feel and we want them to feel okay. We want them to feel better if they're in a tough position. So being compassionate, you know, essentially means you're caring about others and you have this desire to be supportive to others. And the way that I'm defining being nice here is more of a, you know, doing what feels smooth for someone else, right? It's maybe making someone happy in a moment or doing the thing that makes the situation easiest. Um, Where compassion can be this very long-term thing because it can be related to our values and it can be doing the hard work and things that give us some long-term benefits. Being nice is often this short-term thing, right? It's giving you a cup of coffee in the morning or 
you know, telling you your dress looks nice or whatever. So these nice things aren't necessarily inauthentic. In fact, a lot of times we can be nice in super authentic ways, but not always uh, in the way that I'm defining it for this. So compassion can exist with or without niceness. Um, and niceness can also exist without compassion. And, and so I'll get into that and, and talk about what that looks like. Um, but first, just really holding some space for how we get to have boundaries with our compassion. And I'm just going to say this one more time for my people pleasers that are tuning in. We get to have boundaries around our compassion. A lot of times if we have the value of compassion and being compassionate, we view that in a sense of how we can be compassionate to others, right? Showing care to others, supporting others, cheerleading others, all of those things, which can be super lovely, but we tend to diminish the importance of showing compassion to ourselves, which is actually really important. And in fact, more important than being compassionate to others, because when we are compassionate to ourselves, we're much more likely to show up in ways that feel connected to our values in our world. If we're not being compassionate to ourselves, we're going to burn out on compassion fatigue and we're going to feel overwhelmed and we're going to feel resentful and it's probably not going to be great for our relationships or any of the things that we're doing. So our compassion gets to have boundaries in how we do it, right? Sometimes it's really important to give compassion to ourselves. Sometimes it's really important to give compassion to others and that priority does need to be on the self. And in fact, that's a really compassionate thing to do for others, which I'll talk a little bit more about later. Um, but now looking at how being nice and being compassionate can intersect and don't always have to intersect. So sometimes when we're being compassionate, we're also being nice and our compassion gets to have boundaries and, and we also get to be nice. And that's great, right? It's a two for one. It's wonderful. An example of this might be, let's say my friend needs a ride to work because their car broke down. If they ask this favor of me and I'm in a place where that works well with my schedule, I'm emotionally and mentally available for that as well. It's not something that feels too stressful for me. It feels okay. And I want to do that for my friend. I get to be compassionate by hearing a need that they have and honoring that and supporting them. And it's also a nice thing to do, right? How nice and lovely to give a friend a ride when their car is broken down. So that's where compassion and being nice happen at the same time. Wonderful. Easy, smooth. If it was all always like that, that'd be great. But sometimes we want to do the nice thing when we might not be being so compassionate to ourselves or others. So for that example, let's say my friend asks for a ride to work because their car broke down. Let's say I'm super burnt out from work myself that week or burnt out from something else in my life and I'm feeling overwhelmed and it just would be really stressful for me to do that. I might have this urge to be nice and to give them that ride anyways, but I'm not really being compassionate to myself in that, right? I'm not seeing a boundary that I need. I'm diminishing my own experience. I'm pushing that down to be nice, right? So I'm not being compassionate to myself, and I'd argue I'm also not being very compassionate to the other person, right? I know for me, if I'm asking a favor of someone, 
if I know that it's putting them in a really tough position and they're really stressed out and do it anyway, I don't feel good about that, right? I don't feel good about someone else in my life dismissing their own experience so that they can hold space for mine, right? So if I'm doing that, right, if I'm dismissing my own experience to hold more space for someone else, it's not really the compassionate thing for the other person either. Because, right, when we look at it, if we do that enough times, we start to get resentful of the other person, right? It starts to be kind of toxic in our relationship and it doesn't feel good there. And then of course it doesn't feel good for ourselves because now we're even more burnt out and we're more stressed out. So the compassionate thing to do in that moment would be to not be nice, right? It might be saying, oh, I'm sorry to hear that your car broke down. I'm, you know, not able to give you this ride you know, I, I wish I could. And and I'm just not in a place where I have space for that. Right. Like that is the compassionate thing for ourselves and for others. And, and I can attest from, right. So much of my teen years and, and younger adult years were really spent trying to be nice and not necessarily being compassionate. And, and I know from that experience, it didn't feel good in my relationships. And I had friends that would do that too. And that didn't feel great when they were doing that either. And now that I'm in this place where I prioritize that boundary compassion and I love being nice when that gets to be a part of it and it is not always a part of it and it's still something I'm working at being comfortable in, but we practice. Um, but I can attest from the work that I've done with it and, and people that I'm in relationships with, it feels really nice, right? It feels so wonderful knowing that if I ask a favor from a friend, if they say yes, I can trust that they mean yes. Right. So that is such a compassionate thing because I know that historically they've said no when they really can't. So it is a compassionate thing sometimes to not do the nice thing, which feels kind of wonky, especially if we have connected our worth in the human experience to serving others and pleasing others. It can be really hard to have boundaries around our compassion. This gets even more tricky when sometimes we're acting on compassion in a way that might lead to someone feeling hurt or feeling uncomfortable. And so here's where communicating boundaries, and let's say there's like a, a break in a relationship, right? Or, or something that didn't feel so good happened in a relationship. Let's say, for example, let's say your friend did something that felt not so great for you. One thing that might not feel very nice and might not feel compassionate, even though it is, would be to communicate how you feel and communicate those boundaries. So sometimes we're acting on compassion, both for ourselves as well as the relationship, by having those hard conversations. You know, let's say someone blew you off for plans and last minute they texted you, sorry, can't do it. Something else came up. And let's say this is a pattern. Let's say it's this, this comes up with a person. It wasn't just a, a one-off kind of thing. This is a pattern and it doesn't feel so good in the relationship. You might want to be nice by just saying like, yeah, it's okay. No worries. But you don't really feel like that, right? So giving yourself compassion would be saying, ooh, this shows up in my relationship a lot and it doesn't feel good. It's important for me to express how I'm feeling just to own that experience. 
but also put it out there to see if we can change that, right? It's also, in its own sneaky way, a way of showing compassion to the other person. And it might feel hard because they might not find it super compassionate in that moment, right? Especially if they've got their own stuff that they're working through or any defensiveness there. It might be hard for them to hear your boundary and accept it. And yet it's so important to remind yourself that, wait, it is really compassionate for me to communicate this because I value this relationship. I want this to be a long-term relationship that I have in my life. I want it to be sustainable. And so I'm going to voice this to my friend. Um, And it might be a tough conversation. It might be really challenging and complicated. And that can still be the most compassionate thing that you're doing both for yourself and for the other. If you are listening to this and, and you have a lot of work to do with your boundaries around compassion, I hear you and that that feels really scary and that feels hard and it doesn't feel super compassionate and it takes practice and you're not going to get it perfect. You're not going to get it right every single time and especially in the beginning when you're learning how to put out boundaries and communicate these pieces and you'll get there. Right With practice, it'll get to feel a little bit more comfortable. You might not ever be at a place where it's like, woo, I'm a boundary expert. This is easy peasy. Um, Tough boundaries are tough and that's okay. So all in all, here is just this nice reminder for you to kind of mull over, think about, tune inwards on in do I feel that I have to be nice to be compassionate? And a way that you can check in with that might be just in a moment to check in with, all right, what feels like the nice response to the situation? And then ask yourself two pieces. What feels like it would be compassionate for the other person as well as what would feel compassionate for myself? And if those two answers differ, If the way that you feel like you'd be compassionate to the other person differs from how you feel you could be compassionate to yourself, I urge you to lean into that a little bit more and be curious about, okay, if I showed myself compassion in this way, is there a way that that can also be showing compassion to this relationship or to the other person? A lot of times you'll find that, yes, actually there is. And it gets you get to practice it, right? It, and it, it is hard work. It's not easy, but some good questions to explore. But yeah, just to notice whenever you're getting really tied up and wanting to say yes or wanting to overextend yourself, remind yourself, you do not have to be nice to be a compassionate person. And a side note that you also get to exist as an imperfect human And there get to be times that you don't act on compassion or act on the desire to be nice, right? You get to have times where you're having an off day and you make a choice that isn't compassionate and it's not nice and that's okay. And I really want to put that point out there because I know a lot of us who are highly sensitive people who are attuned to our emotions and we also tend to beat ourselves up for moments that we didn't act in compassion so know that you don't have to be perfect at that either sometimes you can do something that's not so compassionate and it's also not nice and that's okay too and you get to practice and work on bringing in 
boundaried compassion for the self and for others. Sometimes it'll be nice, sometimes it won't. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If I referenced any links in this episode, you can find them below in the show notes. If you like the Ground and Grow podcast, I would greatly appreciate a rate and review from wherever you're listening so that others can find us too. If you'd like to be the first to know when new episodes are coming out, you can subscribe as well as follow me on Instagram at Kayla Estenson Wellness for all updates. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your day and I look forward to connecting with you again soon.